Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, what's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm wonderful. We've got a very popular topic today. Yes, we do. We talk about this all the time, and we're going to go into the details of it today. And I'm talking about pellet procedures. We talk a lot about pellets. Um, not a ton about the actual procedure. Yeah. So first, tell me tell me what a pellet is. So a pellet pellets are one of the ways that we do hormone replacement therapy. Okay. Yep. So they're little pill-looking things that are inserted into the hip, um, and that lasts for anywhere from you know three to four months for women, maybe four to six months for men. Okay. So pellets are very popular in our practice. We have tons of people that love them. Um, but for someone who's new to pellets or coming into a new provider who's never done their pellets before, I see a lot of anxiety around this. Sure. I mean, it is a procedure. There is a small incision. There's numbing medicine. So there, there's a lot of anxiety for some people. So I like to put people's mind at ease so that they know what they're coming into and what they're getting when they come to me for pellets. Love it. So so this is a it's a minor procedure. Mm-hmm. Kind of walk me through how you go about it. Like what, okay. what's your what's your process. <laughs> What's my process? Well, first, before you come in for pellets, I like people to um, either be off of or at least decrease uh, like aspirin, fish oil, things like that. Anything that's going to increase bleeding. For how long? A couple days prehand. Okay. Um, probably one of the worst I've ever seen was somebody who took a couple of the goodies powders the day before they came in. Okay. We had some bleeding. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's just, it's preferable not to have that on board um, just for bruising purposes afterwards. And it makes my job a little bit easier. So, (laughs) um, okay. So you come in for pellets. We have, I'm down here in the Knoxville office, of course, we have a fabulous new bed that we get you set up on. We pick which side we're going to put the pellets in on. They are going into the hip area. So we lay you on your other side. Um, I mark the area, prep it, clean it, put a sterile drape over everything. Um, I like to play music during my pellets because we're hanging out and it makes me more comfortable and I think it makes the patient more comfortable. So know what kind of music you yes. like because I'm going to ask you. Yes. Put a speaker in the room, crank some music up, we get started. My whole thing with all of it is keep you distracted so you don't really realize what's going on. Yes. It needs to be an enjoyable thing. Yes. Um, so numbing medicine is the first part of it. I am the queen of numbing medicine. Um, she is not shy with the numbing I medicine. I am not. Uh, I hate anything needle related when it's coming at me. Huge anxiety with that. So I understand how people feel. I want you to feel absolutely nothing once yes. I actually start the procedure. Um, so lots of numbing medicine. That's the worst part. That should be the only part that you feel with it. Initial stick and burn, um, you know, lidocaine burns. It always does. There is nothing I I can do to take that away, but I do push it very slowly. So as it goes into the tissue, it's numbing. Um, we have to numb the whole track. So for females, it's a single track that we do for pellets, just a straight down, straight back. Okay. For males, it's multiple tracks to fit all the pellets in because males get more pellets. Okay. On average, maybe anywhere from six to 10 pellets going into a guy and they're bigger. They're like a small Tylenol versus two, maybe three small pellets going in for a female. Got it. So multiple tracks. So I'm at more numbing medicine and numbing in more directions for a male pellet. Okay. Then, and here's the key, I let the numbing medicine sit. Okay. At so, least five minutes. So you, you put the numbing, they're back uh, mm-hmm. in the in the exam room, you uh, numb, numb their, their hip area. Yeah. And then you let it sit for then five, let it sit. five minutes or so. I have to be patient. <laughs> That's the hardest part because it's so easy just to want to dive in. The, the numbing medicine works better if you let it sit for a few minutes. Okay. So five, sometimes up to 10 minutes. If I've got somebody that's really antsy about it, I'm going to put a ton of numbing medicine in and I'm going to let it sit for a full 10. Okay. Because by that point, when I come back, you're not feeling a single thing. Then I come back in 
to it and put more numbing medicine in because I love numbing medicine. So I do a little bit more topical numbing then. That also lets me know that the patient's not feeling anything. Then a very small incision, just a tiny little scalpel, small incision, you don't feel it. Um, and I double and triple check before I do that. Okay. Um, so, and again, women versus men, a little bit different. Men, typically the incision's slightly larger just because the, the trocar, which we're using to put the pellets in, is a little bit bigger in diameter. Okay. So slightly larger incision. Go in with the trocar, which is what creates a channel for us. Drop the pellets into it, push them off. Um, you know, for men, I'm doing that in a couple of different directions. For women, it's one and done, just straight down, drop them in, pull it out. Um, pull that trocar out once all the pellets are in, hold pressure. Uh, usually it's not much bleeding. Usually it's just a slight bit of oozing. Um, hold pressure. Uh, we're just chit-chatting and hanging out. I'm trying to, again, keep people distracted the whole time. Honestly, um, <laughs> it doesn't sound like, you know, a lot to be anxious about. Like, it sounds like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. You know, it's uh, in terms of the amount of time. What, what are you thinking? 20 minutes, 30 minutes? Mine take a little longer just okay. because I let people sit with the numbing for so long. The actual, like, once you make the incision and get them in for women, I am done in a minute or okay. less as far as get them in, drop them. Um, add to that the 10 minutes that I've let the numbing medicine sit. Men are a little bit harder. Let's be honest. If you've got a little cushion back there, it's going to help me a lot. Men tend to just have more muscular hips where women have a little, you know, more of a fatty layer there. So that's another thing that makes women a little bit easier. So men can take yeah. me a few more minutes. So and just getting all of those pellets in there. Can I ask you a little bit about post-procedure? Yeah, because I absolutely. know I know there's some protocols. Yeah. Uh, what are some best practices in terms of you know they leave here? What, what happens there? Well. One thing on that depends on how I've closed it up. Okay. So 98% of the time for women, I'm going to hold pressure till the oozing stops. I'm going to put strips across it, put a tegaderm on it, um, and they're good to go. Uh, men, I do a lot of strips in men as well. Some prefer stitches. Reasons to stitch would be if you have a job that you can't avoid lifting okay. um, because that's one of the post-procedural things. So if you can't avoid lifting, won't stop working out for a couple of days afterwards, or you know, you're just concerned, I can always throw a couple stitches in there. Okay. Okay. So post-procedure, most of the time doing strips. Uh, you can shower, but no soaking in tubs until that is completely healed. Um, Steri-strips stay on until they fall off, which is generally about five to seven days. No heavy lifting for at least three days. I'd prefer it to be five. Um, no lower body exercise as far as lunges, squats, anything that's going to pull that back open. I'm not super worried about the pellets actually coming out because they're you know, that much further down laterally, not down this way, but like laterally. Right. Um, I'm not super worried about that, but we don't want to pull that apart. We don't want bleeding. We don't want the scarring that comes with that. So we just want to take it easy for a few days. Um, so no hot tubs, uh, pools, swimming in the lake, anything like that. So th something to think about if you're doing for pellets in the summer so. for about five days. We okay. want that completely healed up. So if you're doing pellets in the spring or summer, or if you're going on a trip somewhere, keep that in mind. You okay. can't do your pellets and go be sitting in a hot tub the next day. Got it. And, okay. and, and I, I think the time period is different for different people, but it it's, is. it's not, um, it's not a super frequent procedure. Am I right? Right. So generally women make it three, maybe four months on their pellets, depending on how their body metabolizes the pellets. Men, I see anywhere from four to six months, again, depending on their metabolism. Okay. Uh, so you're not doing, it's not like you're doing it every month or anything like that, but 
time your pellets well around what your other activities are going to be because I am going to want to to limit lower body exercise, limit lifting, um, limit open water sources um, until that skin is healed up and closed. Are there any you know absolute best practices? before they come in here. I know I know you said, you know, stay away from, you know, aspirin, anything yeah. that might cause excess bleeding. Yeah. Anything else in terms to just in getting ready cuz you know, make make patients feel yeah. a little more in control? No, just being um be calm. Yeah. Be calm when you come in. Um, you know, if you've got your muscles tightened up and you're all anxious and nervous, it just makes it slightly harder. Yeah. Um, so just be calm. Realize it's I'm not going to hurt you. My whole goal is for it not to hurt. Um, and, you know, if for any reason anything was felt, I stop. We do more numbing. I'm not one of these like, oh, it's almost done. Let's just push through. No, I don't want anybody to hurt when they do this. So Amazing. Yeah. Guys, get your playlist ready. Uh, you can call it the mm-hmm. Pellet Playlist exactly. you, on any Spotify, uh, Apple I'm Music. I'm Pandora, and apparently I was told yesterday I'm bougie because I use Pandora. I'm sorry. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, come on. I, come on. you got to get I on like Spotify. Pan- <laughs> I have Pandora Premium. I have no commercials. I don't <laughs> like commercials. They interrupt the vibe. Um, so I can maybe get on so Spotify. So come in with your favorite Pandora station. <laughs> there we go. Robin will get that set up, and it'll be, it'll be, it'll be easy peasy. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) Guys, you name it, we explain it. Today we've been talking about pellet procedures. We certainly appreciate you guys hanging out. As always, we will see you guys next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.